Kobe, you know what I want to do to people who annoy me? What's that, Barry? I want to wine, dine, and clay mine them. <laughs> Absolutely no one is going to get this movie. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's, there might be somebody right. out there. <laughs> What's going on, guys? My name is Barry. This is Kobe. And this is Who Watches This. Welcome to a new month, guys. Welcome. Hope uh, hope this month is going well for you. Um, if we release this in the springtime, hope your allergies aren't kicking your butt. I, right. This comes out during the summer. I hope you don't have swamp ass. <laughs> but, <laughs> Kobe, uh, before I, I didn't tell Kobe what the theme of the month is, but Kobe, can you guess? I can probably guess. What is it? Because this was a to be original movie. I'm going to guess we're to be original month. Yeah. <laughs> we always talk about Tubi if you guys have been following us for a while. It's a wonderful service for streaming, like free. Uh, yes. It has got a lot of kind of obscure horror and sci-fi movies that you can't really find on any of the other streaming platforms. Yeah, and, and just to remind you guys, we aren't sponsored by them. We just like free stuff. <laughs> free is our friend. <laughs> Kobe, I think I think you mentioned before you knew who like was like who was like one of the funders of this service. I thought it was YouTube. Oh, that would make sense. You to be you to be oh I may I may be wrong, but I, I believe that 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 yeah. YouTube has some kind of influence on this. Oh yeah, and it's super cool too. Like I'm a huge anime front fan, so they have like a whole bunch of old school anime on here that I can like. Oh, I want to watch those. Right, <laughs> relive yep. the best decade. <laughs> no, but it's surprisingly how many times we look for a. We look through things and find a movie and we watch a trailer and you're like, oh, that's the movie we want to do that fits this theme. Yeah. And then it's only on Tubi. That's right. Like surprisingly large amount. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, before we move on to the recap of this film, we got to do our Dr. Seuss first segment where I I try to talk about this movie. (laughs) (laughs) You wrap us a preview. Right. (laughs) It's very Zach Galifianakis-y, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, all right, here we go. Tony Todd and Billy Zane. This movie sounds like it could be insane, but they're barely in it, and that's not okay. <laughs> Billy uh, Billy leads a cult that summons a demon midday, and Tom uh, and Tony Todd dies midway. What a waste to what a what a B movie could be. Gold. Let's see if these unknowns can keep the mold. <laughs> this is the to be original 2022 release, Hellblazer. <laughs> but besides them, it's also got two classic, like oh, 70s, yeah. 80s uh, horror actresses in it. Yeah, well, was it Meg Foster is one of them? Yeah. Or, oh, no, yeah. Oh, it was a Meg yep. Foster and then uh, Adrian Bardo. Bardo. Yeah, it's it's uh, that's a uh, French, right? Yeah, she was Boss. she was in the uh, the fog, and, oh. and the other one was Evil Lynn from the live action He Man movie. Oh, 
Yeah, you you would remember that. I was not a He-Man kid, so I I didn't watch it. I do remember like seeing it on TV though, and I just like I think it's because I wasn't really a big fan of the the cartoon. Mm. But I was like a Thundercats fan, you know. Oh, I like the Thundercats. Oh, and too. she was also the voice of Selena Kyle from the animated Batman series from mm. the nineties. Okay. Oh, see, what a what a lady of uh, of everything. Hey, this lady's been working. Wow, I'm looking at her IMBD right now, and she's been working since. I mean, she was 76. in. She was in the crate. From Creepshow, that that segment, oh. she was the the really bitchy wife that the guy said, "I have a gift for you. It's in the crate." And then she opened the crate and the monster ate her. <laughs> Sorry if that was a spoiler for anybody. <laughs> uh, oh, that's oh, right. She was the wife in Swamp Thing. Yeah, she's in Escape from New York. Escape from New York. Wow, yeah, yeah. This lady has been all over the place. You know, like when I saw her, I was like, "Oh, I know who that is. I've I've seen her in a lot of things." Yep. Weird science. Mash. So, yeah, so we do have a couple of classic actresses in here, but this movie is pretty much riddled with C's to D lister stars. <laughs> it's got Bruce Dern. I always remember him from The Burbs uh, with Tom Hanks. He's oh. the military next door neighbor who basically plays exactly the same part as he does in this. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm so glad that the, the man is still working. I, right. right. Yes. All these, like, he has so many residual checks. You probably don't know. He's probably super rich as well. Oh, he was in the Hateful Eight. Yeah, that was pretty recent. Yeah, that was pretty big. That's what that. That's what was more important. It's a, it was a pretty big uh, right. Yep. Project. So yeah. Um, I was really hoping that the the Wikipedia would be available for this movie for, for me to talk about it. <laughs> this movie, if you guys don't know, it is a very tight eighty two minutes. It's. It's living by the full moon runtime standard. Yeah. Yeah. I looked also. I couldn't find a budget for it anywhere. Um, anything like that. <laughs> the budget. Uh, it was everybody getting out of their contract. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, they owed Justin Lee some money and, and, and Tubi. I don't know. <laughs> everybody had like one film left on their contract. And they're like, just come on down. We'll film this over a weekend and we can... Uh, Everybody can be released. <laughs> oh my god! This is uh, okay. So let's just. I feel like if I talk about this movie, I'm going to be done in ten minutes. Because <laughs> this movie, it literally looks like the the tour that you take on on Universal Studios. You know when they take you through sets. Mm. It looks like it was filmed on one of those sets for a day. Right. Right. Because we a, a week. <laughs> Because we really don't get the only explanation we get is like we know it's happening because it happens in the first five minutes. We we see a uh, Billy, who, yes, who is the grumpy old who, neighbor and he's got long curly hair. <laughs> Did he not have long curly hair? In the <laughs> he's first? almost always bald. <laughs> oh no, the uh, uh, the the wheelchair guy. I was thinking Billy Zane. Oh no, because <laughs> he was watching Billy Zane, yeah. who had long curly hair, and he's usually bald. Uh, he's he's yeah. Ever since the Phantom. Yes. Yeah. That's. I feel like that's besides Titanic. I don't count Titanic because he's like the antagonist. He's not like the main character. He he had a small part in uh, Zoolander. Yeah. Also, but like I'm talking about like his <laughs> the height of his like fan, his stardom. Yeah. Is the Phantom, and if you guys don't know what that is, it's watch it. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious now. 
It's he's a superhero. Yes, <laughs> early pre Marvel superhero. <laughs> oh man, but yeah. So um, yeah, at the beginning of the this movie, it's midday, and Billy Zane is is uh, with a bunch of cult people, and they are summoning a demon. Yes, his his name. Oh, the person that lives around that property, he sees it. And he's oh my god, he's grumbling, old man grumbling stuff. Yeah, right? yeah. He, he's uh, he's in a wheelchair. I don't know how confined to the wheelchair he is, but definitely he like gets around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Vietnam vet. Yeah. Uh, just grumpy at the world, hates he, everything. He's just old. Just yeah. His wife probably had already passed away. And he's I'm going to wait for my turn. I, yes, she did. <laughs> yeah. Because he's that's he when he sees her because he's going out to to visit her grave. Yeah. <laughs> And um, we get introduced to all of the characters rather quickly. We do have a an awkward, <laughs> a, a very misplaced runtime padding musical dance number by the <laughs> waitress. I was like, so, what's this? A little, little montage, cleaning montage. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was very 80s. <laughs> But there's like absolutely no lead up to it. She just like <laughs> when I think about eighty songs. It's, wait, was Full Lucy in the eighties or was yeah. that late seventies? No, it's that's eighties. Okay, it's always that or Take on Me mm-hmm. and uh, the Dutch Balloon song. <laughs> on and on, <laughs> Dutch balloons. <laughs> 99 red balloons? Yeah, was- <laughs> it's German balloons, not Dutch. Well, no, I think I would say speak of the Deutsch. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what Germans call it. It's like Deutsch. Yeah, we guess. Deutschland? Deutschland. But yeah, it's it's, it's really weird. But uh, we also get introduced to, to one of the... I guess he is like one of the main characters, but kind of disappears in a good chunk of the movie but um the sheriff who is tired of uh the 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 stresses of the big city right he came from new york and he just just doesn't want to deal with them all the all the all the pimps yeah the murders you know a lot of i feel like a lot of people you know they go from big city to small city because they kind of just want to retire in peace yeah you know, because, you know, you know, look at Commissioner Gordon from Batman. He he's like one more case away from having a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> right. If Batman would just stop crime, then he could retire and then he could be like the sheriff for like if Batman could just suburbs start murdering. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny, like uh, I always like when I think about that. It's always like the same situation that Daredevil has got has to go through, and like the converse. Like I think one of the best like super like comic book hero type of conversations is the one between him and John Bernthal as Punisher. Okay, yeah. He's like, "Come on, Red. Yep. <laughs> you 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 knock them down, they get back up. I knock them down, they stay down. So true. Right. <laughs> and if only Batman. <laughs> so many things." cannot uh, keep happening because of Batman's moral code. It's rough. It's rough. Right. And the the very, very lenient system they have of releasing people from an insane asylum. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, and so this is, I think his name is Joe in this movie. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. He, 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 you know, 
it's really main on him, but we also get introduced to Liz, who is another deputy, and um, uh, Teddy, who oh, he is the deputy. Liz is like one of just like the officers there, and so they're like, uh, what's it called? Billy comes and he's like, hey man, there's there's some strange people on my, my property. <laughs> they was doing some hippy dip stuff. <laughs> they had these uh these like ro- the robes. They looked like they oh, they Purdue. looked like they were graduating from Purdue. <laughs> And then he did, goes on this like whole like little tirade of like like you know they don't ever make it to the finals, but you know when they do make it to finals, they pull on that color that's kind of like a yellowy kind of color, that Purdue color. Yeah, this is the color that these people were wearing. You know how much I hate Purdue because they never every time they make it to the finals, they never pull through. It's such a. It's like he has like the best like. Uh, dialogue in this entire movie, oh, yeah. just because it it's exactly what you think a, a cranky old man right would, <laughs> would go on about. Yep. And nobody in the nobody in the ten the diner is taking him serious because they're like, oh, uh, Billy's just being all grumpy, right? And they're like, oh, he drinks a lot, yeah, and he's coming here reported aliens and stuff <laughs> like that. So I know it's a. <laughs> So they're just like, all right, we'll we'll go check it out. Teddy gets sidetracked by having to find a dog for for one of the the townspeople, right? And so, which like, has most likely been eaten by the demon that <laughs> got summoned. And so, so you can tell that the the problems of this small town is very minuscule, right? <laughs> yeah the 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 highlight of the uh, the weekend was it was a rabid raccoon that they had to put down. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> a little trash panda. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so, so, so they're like, you know, Joe being still having a little bit of his New York detectiveness in him. He's like, all right, let's go check out the property so we can put his mind at ease. And so he can start stop grumbling all over town, talking about people from Purdue coming here to summon a demon. <laughs> right. Yep. Meanwhile, Teddy goes to look for for uh, for the dog. Uh, but. Both situations are happening simultaneously. Joe and Liz go out, and they're like, "What the hell is going?" Oh no! Before that, Bill is is in his backyard. Yep, and he's killing he's killing cult members left and right. <laughs> <laughs> and Bill and, was right, and that 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 is another like just classic string of like fun dialogue. Just was like. <laughs> Oh, I see you over there with your Purdue, uh, your Purdue robe uh, on. Oh, look, I guess, I guess there's two of you now. You brought a friend. You couldn't do it by yourself because you're a pussy. <laughs> Just an old man in a wheelchair. Oh, yeah, now there's three of you. <laughs> see, you get you get away with so much colorful language when you're older. Cause oh, <laughs> and um. It, it 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 sort of sets the tone that there's like a strange amount of self sacrificing in this movie, but uh, you know he kills like two of them, but when one of them gets really close and he's like, ha, and he has like a, bon- a claymore, yeah, yep, on his chest and he blows both of them up, <laughs> and so that's why Joe has to go to the property because then he heard like there's explosions, or one of the neighbors is saying something, right? They go over there. And Joe's like, I don't know what the hell is going on. Meanwhile, probably the best practical effects in the whole movie, the demon sneaks behind Liz and starts to crush her head like mm, a melon. Yes. And this, yeah, I thought I was like, 
this is probably the best part of the movie as far as like special effects wise. Right, right. Meanwhile, Teddy's on the other side of town and he sees the bike of the child that he saw throughout the town. He's like, hey, go home. Stop. Stop, you know, causing, I guess, a public disturbance or whatever. Right. It looks like he was just delivering papers. though. <laughs> yeah, but he's like, it, it seems like he's throwing the play papers like a crazy person. He's a he, you know he has a he has a what's it called a stop stops per minute you know yeah yeah he's trying to optimize his time uh, but now that's gone and then all of a sudden in the fields he sees the people from Purdue right <laughs> just standing there staring he gonna, gets, <laughs> gets a little weirded out <laughs> one of the keywords for this podcast episode is going to be Purdue and watch there's like a spike of people from Purdue listening to this. I, Right. Why are they shitting on Purdue? Yeah. Hey, that's a college I wouldn't mind if it listened to our podcast. <laughs> oh, man. But, like, all of a sudden, like, it kind of made me question because he, like, looks around and then when he looks back, the people, like, the cult members are gone. I'm like, are they magical? Like, or did they just, like, lay down? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I was never quite sure. All the way through this on that either, because they are all part of this, like this summoning of this demon. But because they're helping the demon, does the demon giving them like special powers or like, I don't know. Well, I wish if they if he was giving them powers, he should have given them like a force field for bullets. (laughs) (laughs) Because a lot of these cult members are eating bullets left and right. That that is true. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, And so. Uh, what's it called Teddy goes back into town and he's like freaking out. He's like, There's these people that keep popping up everywhere, and now they started popping around the town, right? Oh, and oh, and when, that, yeah, yeah and when the when the girl deputy gets killed, yeah, it there's like the demon kind of attacks, and you then they cut away, so you have like that I don't know if the sheriff's alive or dead kind yeah. of thing, but you know, if we're if we're going by horror movie rules if it's off screen they're probably not dead. yeah if you didn't see them die they yeah. didn't really die right so uh teddy he kind of organizes everybody into the diner after an attack uh by by two people to the waitress yeah and then well i guess when, when they go into the diner tony todd comes and he gets murdered right he, he <sighs> crushes one with a sledgehammer and then uh yeah. and then gets a a whole bunch of stabbing to the to the gut Region. You know, you know how mad I was when that happened. I was like, "Can't do that to the candy man." <laughs> like, I was so because Tony Todd is on the cover of this movie, I, right? Yeah, I got like debated. What one of the movie posters is only Tony Todd <laughs> holding a sledgehammer yeah. with like a pentagram behind him, and you're like, "Yeah, he's he's like the star." Yeah. I was so I was so mad. I he got, has I got like bait and switched. He has like five lines. I know it's like it's like one of it's like, it's like they used them like Steven Seagal in this movie. <laughs> you know Steven Seagal nowadays. He just he's like in the movie for five minutes. It is just like, yeah yeah. At this point, Steven Seagal thankfully is is something. It's something that Nicolas Cage could have really turned out to be. I but uh, Nicolas Cage is just. Better that much better. <laughs> <laughs> well, Steven Seagal's busy now because he's a uh, 
a police officer oh my God. and on and he's got a televised like show where the cameras follow him around as a police officer. I think that's done. <laughs> it may be done. But I remember seeing that a few I, years ago. Is it if Steven Seagal was trying to arrest me, I'm pretty sure I could outrun Steven Seagal. <laughs> Uh, hey, we gonna stop. <laughs> I'm gonna use my. I could do on you. <laughs> yeah, I, may, maybe like hand to hand, he could still beat me, but but I, I could definitely outrun him, even <laughs> even with my bad hip. All right, wait, wait, sorry, <laughs> a really weird tangent. But my uh, Steven Seagal had uh, had gone on record talking about how he could fold Michael Jai White spawn. Mm. Michael Jai White is still yoked. Yeah. And that dude actually spars with like legit MMA fighters. So uh, Steven Seagal is on something that I'm glad Nicolas Cage is in. <laughs> Nicolas Cage is a, a Renaissance man. He is the Michelangelo of I, movies. Right. Right. Uh, but yeah, getting back to the movie. Um, Oh, I'm just really upset Tony Todd died so fast. I mean, <laughs> and so now everybody is in town. They're all stuck in this diner. Uh, we have what's called the, the radio girl and her son that are stuck in the diner. We have the waitress uh, and we have uh, Teddy, I believe. Not not too many people in this. Um, but uh, what's called as they try to plan to leave town. Oh, and, and the mechanic. Who's also in yes. There. They try to leave town. Uh, they go outside. Everyone goes to their cars, and they find out that all their batteries are missing. Right, and all the phone lines are dead. Yeah, pretty well organized cult. To, to maybe they're trying to kill all the people in the small town to summon an even bigger demon. I, well, yeah. So, right. and there's also at some point where they that you see the demon feasting on the the uh, somebody's dead body, and yep. it and it evolves and grows horns. Uh, Another kind of cool practical. All you guys need to do is call Goreman. Come on. <laughs> yep. The anti-hero. <laughs> um, but uh, no, and so they, they're trying to figure something out, but the mechanic goes back to his garage, and all these cult members try to kill him. Yep. He's able to stop a couple of them, and then he, uh, he almost gets outnumbered. <sighs> There's like two people. I feel like he could have taken both of them on. One with the one, well, he, I think maybe he had like one more bullet, and then he had like a wrench in his hand. Yeah, you know the classic uh, one-two combo for the mechanics. <laughs> uh, but no, all of a sudden he like blows the the tanks in his garage, and somehow survives. Right, because he, he like blew into the garage instead yeah. of outside, so it was <laughs> safe. Uh, but so. as he was trying to make to the diner, he gets um, for some reason never look in dark dark garages, people. Because he gets he gets uh, palmed in the face by the demon and eaten. Yep. Yeah, and <laughs> and so everyone's uh, freaking back out and they're trying to wonder what's gonna what, what they can do. Teddy gets kind of jumped by a cup. Oh no! This is before. Well, this right. After. Oh right. Because that's the first time they actually see the the people the people that are like kind of locked in the diner see the demon. Because at that point they were just like this is weird cult members just yeah. trying to take over this town. <laughs> And now they're like, oh, they're all working for the devil. Well, yeah, because the the waitress from the diner sees uh, the mechanic get palmed in the face. Yeah. But they're like, what do we do? And Teddy's like, well, I can go back to the sheriff's, to the office, to the station. Right. 
Grab me some guns. Uh, not even fighters. some guns. I, I know that there's another revolver, <laughs> and there might be a shotgun unless it's in the sheriff's car. He's like, damn. <laughs> My being Joe's car. <laughs> so it's a small town. They have one extra gun. I feel like in a small town, everybody's pretty strapped. You know? I I was kind of thinking that too. It was like it. It seemed like a hunting town. <laughs> like yeah, like everybody's got a, a rifle on the in the yeah. So it's, it's kind a of rifle a shame. rack in their truck. Yeah, I'm surprised the diner didn't have a gun. <laughs> Well, you know, she did a, say that. She said, Tony Todd is, he's against guns. All we have is this bat. That's true. And um, I guess a, a mallet, or no, a, a sledgehammer. sledgehammer. Yeah. That's dead with Tony Todd, right? <laughs> and so they, they plan to, he plans to go to the office, but he gets accosted by a couple of cult members until uh, Sheriff comes. Yep. Shoots one in the shoulder. Yeah. They go into the office, and the sheriff is just covered in blood. Right. Don't know how. Whose blood is it? I guess it's the cult members. Or maybe it's Liz. Who knows? <laughs> but now he's pretty frantic. Though. Right, right. <laughs> like, he's like, uh, and then him and Teddy are talking. He's like, you you saw it, didn't you? He's like, and now he's, like, pretty manic. He's like, you, I've seen things that you've never seen before. <laughs> It's like, dude, it's only been a couple hours. Right. <laughs> you saw one set of bite. Chill out. <laughs> but uh, as he's like trying to rummage through the whole thing. I, I feel like just seeing one set of bite is enough. <laughs> that, that, that would be enough to freak me out. I feel like I have, I have a greater chance against this demon than a Cenobite. Oh, it's true. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, he, he finds out that um, one of the old sheriff has a, has a grenade launcher. That he, that he took from... Billy from Billy because <laughs> Billy was trying to use the grenade launcher to get rid of his mole problem. <laughs> Talk about overkill, right? <laughs> uh, that's like, and, <laughs> and it's so it's to basically just to kind of make fun of the small town. Uh, the sheriff makes a few references throughout the movie to to movies, yeah, and nobody in this town has seen them. <laughs> Because he's like, I'm going to go take the demon, and then you go and see if you can get rid of as many of these Michael Myers motherfuckers as you can. And he's like, yeah, but who's Michael Myers? <laughs> I think it was like, the, Justin Lee is the director slash writer, and it was like, yeah, those hicks don't know Michael Myers. <laughs> yes, they haven't seen a movie that's been out for 40 years. I, exactly, yep. I don't know what it was like. It's just funny because like it's supposed to be a joke, but it's just a joke that doesn't land <laughs> because it's like, are you you're assuming there's like there's no TV out here? I, right. And, and he makes a joke about uh, Kuja when they were talking about the rabid uh, uh-huh. raccoon. Yeah. He's like, Kuja, yeah, we're like the dog and yeah. the, the people get locked in the car and the dog's rabid. And they're like, ah, I, I don't have no idea what you're talking about. That is <laughs> like the t- two most famous movies. <laughs> that movie it really uh, it really painted Rottweilers in the worst light. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> after that movie, like Rottweiler sales were going down. It it, it was really a shame because Rottweilers are pretty sweet big dogs. <laughs> Definitely, yep. <laughs> Not like wiener dogs. They're they're mean. Oh. Yeah, I, you know, it's so funny. Every time I see a wiener dog, I'm like, or just like those tiny dogs, I'm like, you shouldn't be alive right now. 
<laughs> Natural selection would have taken care of you. I have been attacked by dogs twice in my life, both times wiener dogs. I will punt. I dog. have like, I am extremely leery. Like, I can get close to a growling German Shepherd and be like, "Hey, puppy, it's okay. I got a treat." But like, you get a wiener dog that just snarls a little, and I'm like, "I'm gonna be in the car." Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, another little side tangent, right? In my neighborhood, uh, one of my neighbor's dogs got loose, mm. right? And it's a small, I hate small dogs. I don't, you know, they, they have the most attitude, right? But I was like, absolutely. I'm like, oh, why isn't your dog on a leash? Because it was coming straight at me. And I was like, if this dog gets, I, and I, by the way, I want to say I do love dogs. <laughs> But I was like, if this dog comes next to me, I will punt it like I'm going for a 60-yard field goal. <laughs> because, you know, some, some dog owners are just really irresponsible. Like, you know, just. Right. You know, and then, like, um, I, I know that if, like, a, if you report a dog bite. Yeah, if it breaks the skin, then that dog uh, technically should be put down. Right. I. Another side tangent. I used to be an Amazon delivery driver, like the actual with the truck and everything. And I was delivering a package. Someone's dog got loose, bit me, bit me on the thigh, broke skin. Right. I was bleeding. But it was close to Christmas and I didn't want to be that guy. So I was like, hey, like, do you just have some first aid stuff? Can I just take care of this? (laughs) Even though I know I was like, I could sue right now. Right. Can you verify that your dog does not have rabies so that uh, I don't have to get a shot in my belly? No, it was a chihuahua. That's why. Small dogs. And it's, you know, I I used to do the Rover app and like big dogs, sweetest dogs. I had like two Great Danes I had to come check up on. And they were just like the sweetest thing. Small dogs are asshole. Yep. Uh, but yeah, let's get back to the movie. So, um, Joe, he, he gets the, uh, the grenade launcher and he's like, he's taking out these cult members left and right with the bat and like stuff like that. Teddy, he tries to make it back to the diner, but he does get messed up. He gets like two hammer hits in the face. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, you should be dead, right? <laughs> he's not very smart. So he's like, cult members come in. Let me. My revolver holds six shots. Let me shot, shoot him six times. <laughs> oh, <laughs> now I'm out of bullets. Here comes three more cult members. <laughs> <laughs> the the radio DJ's son, he gets stabbed through the door. Yeah, yeah. Teddy makes it in, but like they're kind of just waiting for, for their sheriff to kind of take care of everything else. And he pretty much rambos the rest of them. Uh, and then we get into a fight in a Christmas tree lot like lot yeah it doesn't feel like christmas so it's desert yeah so but they do mention uh that the week prior somebody had stolen somebody's frosty off of their porch so it kind of gives you the idea that it is christmas time but i guess christmas time in a small town in a desert where like it just still looks like summer yeah but I feel like I feel like small towns celebrate holidays so much harder than any other towns. Like, you know, like when you see like the other movies were like uh, the recent Marlon Wayne's movie where they went to like it was like a Halloween film. Right. And, you know, that town was like celebrating Halloween pretty big. I feel like the, that's like sort of the cool parts of like living in those smaller towns because everyone gets so festive. 
there's like you know there's like town like festivals going on all the time mm. like harvest festivals i think those are cool right no you know? i could see that uh but yeah. but it seems like this town is like a town of like 50 yeah <laughs> Like you have to get satellite internet. Ugh. You already know how right? Bad. Yeah, and the, the the you said the radio girl. Yeah, because she's on the CB. She's like the CB lady. <laughs> Ham radio. Yep. Um, but no, and so yeah, we have we have Joe fighting in this uh, lot, this tree lot, for far long, for far too long, and we don't really get with, a great with a, fight. with a chainsaw. Yeah, but we don't really get a great fight with it. He's like just chainsawing like trees, and then all of a sudden the demon's like crawling. So I think that the, he he got him. So like yeah, so I f- feel like it's supposed to be that when he like sticking the chainsaw into the trees, that's when the demon's like sneaking up, and he keeps seeing, and so he keeps like nicking the demon. Yeah, but like, but we get like Jason Bourne action cuts during these scenes. Yeah, yeah. So we never really get. I mean, what Kobe's saying is probably like it's very probable, but like we, all of a sudden he's just crawling, and then he gets the grenade launcher, and this is probably one of the only times, or like maybe like what second or third time we get a full clear shot of the demon, right? And uh, he blows it up. Yeah. <laughs> After that. He goes to the diner, and there's, like, only, like, four people left alive. Right. And they're just, like, he says something. He says, like, a movie reference. <laughs> but I forgot what it was. <laughs> right. And uh, <laughs> and then they walk away. It cuts to black. Now, this is where I usually miss this, and Kobe catches it. Mm. But we we have an after credits scene <laughs> for this movie. <laughs> We are in a in a in the town next over, right? In the diner because that's where you hang out in a small town in the diner, and that's where someone calls you honey or sugar. Yep. Hey, sugar, do you want more coffee? I'm like, oh, you know me, Beth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to get home to my wife. She's just gonna nag me and nag me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and well, then maybe I'll give you a slice of pie with it too, <laughs> yep. Beth. Yep. You know. It's you know, fresh. Rosemary will be mad at you if you sneak me some pie, but <laughs> if you don't tell, I won't. <laughs> <clears throat> this is how I feel like life is in this <laughs> Uh But then we see a gentleman reading the newspaper, and she's like, oh, honey, can I get you anything else? And he's like, pulls it down. It's Billy Zane with hair. Yep, and he's like, why don't you tell me about your tiny little town here? And then, and then it cuts to music. <laughs> oh, this movie <clears throat> And then the credits roll. Is and, there more? And then there is a post credit scene. Oh, no. I failed. <laughs> and it's, it's, the, uh, it's the waitress from the first restaurant. Yeah. And it's like really grainy and it's like super serious. And you can like hear like a police officer, like on the radio, kind of like behind her or like kind of like off, like the cameras on her and it's like super grainy. And and, he, and uh, he's like, why don't you uh, go ahead and uh, give me the story again? And she's like, I've already told you the story. Like you're not, 
you're not going to believe the truth. Uh, you know, it's, this is just, this is one of those things. He's like, we've, we've been through, uh, the, uh, the, the city we've, or like your town and we've seen all the dead bodies. Mm -hmm. Uh, we need an explanation. And she's like, I can't give you an explanation that you're going to (laughs) understand. No, I, I, I cannot believe that there was a post post credit scene. Oh no. This movie was really trying to set up for a sequel. It was. Like I said, like it, it's grainy and it's like super serious and it's like dark and it's like most of this is kind of like a comedy horror movie. Like it's like very loose on the comedy. <laughs> well, it's like uh yeah. She was gonna be the waitress from the first movie and the second movie was gonna be like Jada Pinkett Smith in the Tales from the Crypt movie. The first one, not Bordello Blood. I like Bordello right. Blood because you see boobies in that one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can't have a vampire movie, a brothel vampire movie without boobies. Right. And yeah. I think I think the girl in there had the triple <laughs> the total recall movies. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I don't know if I have enough penises for this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so is that is that all that happens in the the last scene? Yeah, so okay. it, but like it's, it's kind of setting it up for like like a sequel. <laughs> all right, let's get to our other, our our next section: high star, low star. So we got a, a nine out of ten fun movie from the start. <laughs> Great cast, a little bit of a little bit from this movie, another bit from that one. And on and on. I found it entertaining and fun. Not the movie for someone who's looking for a masterpiece. I couldn't believe someone's dumb review that was, what, no sense of humor? I started laughing from the very beginning. Uh, sure beats those horror movies that are just a copy of a few hundred before. I wrote the name down so I could watch it again. Billy Zane, Tony Todd, Bruce Dem. Uh, explanation of what he saw. LOL. Yeah, Bruce, uh, that was the guy who did the Purdue thing, right? Yeah. Best piece of dialogue in this movie. Yeah. (laughs) And then uh, I, 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 because I couldn't find a 10 out of 10 because there just wasn't any. (laughs) But there was a whole lot of 1 out of 10s. (laughs) I'll never get that hour and a half back. Don't let that happen to you. This is basically the void meets feast, and it's horrible, long and boring, short on scares and blood. This shouldn't be in the horror genre. Simply put, this is the worst. This is worse than any sci-fi channel garbage I've ever seen. Your time is more valuable than this movie. <laughs> hey, listen, man. Uh, sci-fi, sci-fi original movies. They they at least try harder. I, it was. This movie tried. I thought this was fun. Like, I was entertained all the way through. Yeah. I watched it twice. You know? Like, the second time wasn't like, oh, my God, I got to watch this again so I can remember it. It was like, no. It was like watching, enjoying. You know, it, 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 it's sad, right? Because, like, I, had, I watched this yesterday uh, before filming. But right after that, I had watched The Last of Us Episode 3. Mm. <laughs> and, you know... I know I shouldn't be comparing stuff, but that fi- 52 minutes of The Last of Us Episode 3 <laughs> compared to this movie is 
masterpiece. Right. Actually, have you have you been watching The Last of Us? I have not. I I gotta let a like a few episodes kind of build up. Oh, yeah. But three, like I think it was like trending on Twitter too. It was really uh, probably one of the best. I mean, like probably one of the best episodes of a show I've seen to for a long time. Mm, okay. Yeah, and you know, it's a, a lot of people are going to complain. It's like, oh, well, that wasn't in the game, but the director's like, this is probably the farthest we're going to strife off of the source material. So, right. really great if you guys if you guys like that. <laughs> so it's kind of interesting. Uh, I we joked at the beginning. I don't know when this is, when exactly we're releasing this, but uh, uh, Avatar is just you know made the fourth largest. Grossing movie of all time. Yeah, I have heard so much more hype around Last of Us <laughs> than Avatar. Like it's it's a weird yeah. <laughs> disconnect. Like I was like, how is that the fourth gross biggest grossing? Like nobody talks about it. Like it's <laughs> it seems just like I can't even believe it's still in theaters. <laughs> but like then like this movie or like the show is like just it's like bigger than stranger things right i I think it's because it you know there's already a fandom for it Mm. and it's it is staying pretty true to the um the source material i don't mind when things go off source material just as long as you're still trying to capture the essence of what you're coming off of. yeah sometimes yeah it's difficult to translate a game into a movie or into a a show yeah it's, it's hard to do like from one medium to another. Yeah, so it is very. Dope. All right, let's talk about this movie. Um, <laughs> uh, so you know, as I was trying to come up for this month's theme, and I was like, "Oh, we always talk about to We always talk about." And I've been seeing on my like TikTok for you page people talking about to be originals. How it's like it's kind of like schlock. <laughs> it almost it's almost like college level height like film movies. <laughs> And I'm kind of down to watch that. But when I saw this, I was like, oh, my God, Tony Todd, Hellblazer. Maybe it's like a Hellraiser knockoff where Tony Todd has to, like, slay all these Cenobites yep. with the sledgehammer. So it's that's one of the things I love about, like, sort of, like, low-budget, like, films, and horror, especially horror films, is because to make up for the bigger production that, you know, they couldn't get they add a whole bunch of practical effect gore. Yes. And so in my mind, I'm like, Candyman swinging a sledgehammer, crushing <laughs> demon schools in a small town. Are you t- So for me, the way I thought about it after reading the description, I was like, this is going to be like that rock movie Walking Tall mixed mm. in with a little bit of Ash ver- oh, it's called Ash versus Evil Dead. Right. So I think... My expectations were a little bit higher than they should have been, especially with the name like Hellblazer. You know, you're 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 coming off of a lot of familiar topics. You're like, oh, it's like Hellraiser, or it's like John Constantine's Hellblazer comic, and it's going to be a mixture of these things. And then you have two very prolific B movie stars with right. Tony Todd and Billy Zane. I, I feel bad to put Billy Zane in that category, but his career is has really gone to the B movies. I right, and I feel like like Tony Todd was was a much bigger actor. At- in the nineties. Yeah. And now he's, he's kind of fallen into that B role. Yeah. Which, so. Hey man, you know, like if, if that's your pocket, rest in it, you know, I, sure you still get a check. Right. Like I, 
he literally did two days of work on this movie, maybe one, and and got a paycheck out of it. So you know, good for him. I know. I wish we could really get a look into the production of this movie because I'd be really surprised if like this movie took a month to shoot. I'm like, no, it didn't. <laughs> There's movies like Twenty Eight Days Later that took like twenty one days. You can't. <laughs> Like I would be, very, it would be very realistic to me if this movie was shot within like a weekend. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no CG, no yeah. CG. Uh, there's some, there's some decent explosions that yeah. are that are uh, that are real. Yeah, you know, you don't get. There, the, and then there's so explosions that are CG. <laughs> no, aren't yeah, they? Like when he uh, shot the thing. That definitely looks like a sci-fi original oh, explosion. Well, yeah, when they're in the gas station, maybe. The one with Billy in the field, I was like, all right, those kind of look pretty clean. Right. Because it, it's funny, when they cut away as the explosion's going to happen, there's like nothing in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> like, you have to freeze frame it for that very <laughs> second, but there's nothing in that chair. <clears throat> or maybe, also maybe the one in the garage, that might have been pretty practical. Because it looked like it was just like a there wasn't like any real fire to it. It was just gray. Right. So yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> but like, all right, like I, we, I never asked this of Colby, but like when, when you saw, when you saw the cast, when you saw the title, when you saw the, the, the poster, what were your expectations of this film? I, <clears throat> I just like you, like, but when like, I didn't watch a preview or anything. I just kind of went into a blind. But yes, definitely. And I didn't read a synopsis, anything. But definitely having that movie poster with Tony Todd carrying a sledgehammer as the one of the movie posters is only him. Like it's only him with like a pentagram behind him. And yeah, so you definitely expect him to be, you know, badass. Right. And to be, you know, any. And like from that, I was like, I don't, I don't even know if he's the good guy or the bad guy. He could be like the guy who's possessed, right? Um, that would have been really cool if they used them to like candy man it up a little bit. Yeah, like the horns, like uh, right? Pop and out of course, because that I know him from Candyman, so you know, half expect him to always be the bad guy. <laughs> uh, and then, and then I saw Billy Zane was in it, and I was like, oh yeah, he's, you know, he pulls his weight. Yeah, but he, um, he's also in this movie for like four minutes. Right. Tops. Yep. <laughs> he summons the demon kind of humorously at the beginning. <laughs> and then uh, then they have him in the post credit scene. That's pretty much the amount of such a, uh, such uh, a waste. you get. Yeah, it's just such a waste of two, two very good B-movie stars. <laughs> Cause I like I like them too. I like those two because they really ham it up in their roles. Right, like Tony Todd in the Final Destination series. He's like it's almost like you want to think he's death, but he's always just like spouting right. off a whole bunch of like very cryptic messages. Right. Yep. You don't want to fuck with death. <laughs> and like Tony Todd, uh, and then freaking Billy Zane, of course. You know from his little cameo in Zoolander and. Him being the antagonist in Titanic. Right, yeah. When, when he had hair. <laughs> That's probably the worst part of this movie. They put hair on Billy Zane, and it looked like... Uh, what's the, what's that Three Stooges dude with the bald up top, but hair on the... 
Uh, Mo. Mo. Yeah. Is that him? But like he had like the really stringy. Oh, hair. Uh, Curly. Curly. Yes. He looked like Curly with the hair, and I was like, "That's real. That's a really bad way." <laughs> um, and it's funny. I had to watch this twice because the first time I watched it, I had just came home from eating Korean barbecue. Oh, and you were like food coma. Yeah, I was like. I was really trying to watch this movie. I was like, man, how much how much of this movie I got left? <laughs> and then I watched it again, like, later that night after, like, I got done hanging out with a friend. We watched The Last of Us. And I was like, all right, I, I, I remember where I left off. Like, and I was like, oh, I guess I didn't really miss that much. <laughs> because this movie's a tight 82, right? That's the that's the full moon standard? Yeah. I forgot. You, you said the, there was a reason why... Full moon movies are eighty two minutes. I right. Um, was it? I know we talked about it, and so like I look up things and I remember it for like a week, and then <laughs> was it because like uh, like uh, what's it called? Uh, like TV was like, hey, you gotta you gotta pad the time a little bit more, or something like that. Right, and, and it was like that way you could you have enough breaks to put commercials in. Oh yeah, to fill a two hour spot, but you weren't. But you had to be in the theater. You had to be at least oh, 80 minutes. minutes or something yeah. like that to be a full length feature. Oh yeah, see, and you know, back in the day, you know, there used to be like those dollar movie theaters that showed a uh, full moon type of movies. Yep. yep. And uh, Doctor Monroe's Monster Island. Or what <laughs> was that? Was that? Was that what it was called? Uh, uh, Doctor. Uh, oh. Is it Monroe or no? Yeah, Island of Freaks or whatever. Right. I know. It's one of those movies I never watched, but I always saw it at the VHS store. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to rent that one day. And it just never Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. I, you know, I like watch the movie if, you, if you're a big fan of Tony Todd and all that stuff. I'm just, I just want to warn people first. Because. I, right. It, it's, it's a, it's a. It's a letdown. <laughs> It's a fun, like easy to watch movie. It's a good background movie. If you, uh, you know, you're bored and you're, you're got just looking on Tubi for something, you know, it's, Hey, it's to me, I feel like it's worth a watch, but don't be like, Hey, I'm looking for like Tony taught to be a badass. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was a badass for the five minutes because he sacrificed himself. Right. (laughs) All right, guys, we're coming up close to our hour. Uh, I want to thank you guys for uh, showing up. Uh, make sure to check out our the rest of our months. We have holiday theme months for Halloween and Christmas. We got a Nicolas Cage month. Oh, classic. We, we could also just have another month of that. You know, I, we could it's have, always great. <laughs> right. Yeah, We whenever it's possible, we always try to stick a Nicolas Cage movie into a, one of our categories. Yeah, we try to have, like, you know, these, like, these in, uh, enigmatic uh, actors <laughs> like Nicolas Cage and Danny Trejo. Oh, yeah. Machete. Machete. <laughs> uh, make sure to check that out. But if this is the first time you uh, you guys are joining us. We do our reviews in four different sections. We have Stream It, DVD It, a Blu-ray It, and the Ultimate Box Collection. Colby, where are you at today? Um, I liked this movie, but I don't I don't know if I need to own it. Um, and I feel like <coughs> Tubi's a good uh, 
a good streaming system. Mm-hmm. And since this is their original, it'll always be on there. Yeah, it'll always so. be findable. Yeah, it won't be one of those things that disappears, and you'll be like, "Oh, remember when that one movie with Tony Todd and Billy Zane? And <laughs> I, what was the name of it? I can't remember. I wish I would have bought it. <laughs> I, this may not even be purchasable." <laughs> this is guys. This is history right now. This is probably one of the first times Colby has said, "I'm just going to stream that movie." <laughs> and, and really, like I, I, I in no way hated it. Like I thought it was entertaining all the way through. Yeah, but and, and if it if it you know if this came as the extra movie, like I was buying a box set, and this was, I would not be disappointed that this was like yeah. the extra movie in a box set. But. Mm. Yeah, I'm. I'm probably going to say stream it as well. Uh, you know, it's just it, I. I blame myself because <laughs> I expected this like gore schlock Tony Todd kill fest and all that stuff. How crazy would you, oh, I would love a Billy Zane Tony Todd buddy cop movie? <laughs> oh, right, <laughs> where they're just like killing demons or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, like R.I.P.D. with Tony Todd and <laughs> Billy Zane. <laughs> oh man, that would be sublime. <laughs> All right, guys, we, we want to thank you guys for joining us. Make sure to check out our Amazon affiliate links, where one day me and Kobe will be able to go to uh, Roadhouse in our our Canadian tuxes. And if right, and I'm it's gonna look. We're gonna yeah, we'll look hot. <laughs> And I'm, I'm still trying. Don't worry, guys. I'm still trying to get Kobe to get a mullet. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll buy a mullet wig. And that way, like, I look like I'm playing the part. <laughs> I look like 1990 Andre Agassi. <laughs> I feel like I should get one, too. I, I just wonder if anyone at the Roadhouse is going to get it. I, it's, you got to, right? The, I, Somebody's got to get it. Right? There has to be yeah. someone our age that's like working there. It's like, oh my God, Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, yeah. <coughs> um, and certainly we got our social medias, uh, our, our Instagram and our Facebook and our Twitter. Uh, and we would love for you to follow us. And that way you could easily share us with all your friends. And yep. you can make suggestions, give us a like and a share and a a, a Yahoo. Yeah, a diddy do, diddy da. <laughs> <It's good. laughs> All right, guys. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Barry. This is Colby. And this is Who Watched This. If you guys want to check out who does the theme music, it is Lee Rosevere. It's on her album, Muse for Podcast 3, and her band camp is down below. <gasps> Thank you.